Hey guys, welcome back to Chance of the Podcast. Today we have a friend of the show on. His name is Michael Adams. Say hi. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Um, I've known Michael since I feel like I start every episode off. So like every time I have a guest, I'm like, I've known them since like, but anyway, I've known Michael. Um, we went to high school together and um, he's a dear friend of mine. And he is currently, you just finished 1L, like your first year of law school. And he is at okay. Southern University in Baton Rouge. So that's a little full circle oh. moment because me and Brittany graduated from LSU in Baton Rouge. And so that's so crazy that you ended up going to school where we went to undergrad. So welcome to the show appreciate it appreciate it excited i'm so excited to be here like i'm so excited to be here (laughs) okay good okay so we're gonna jump right into it so as our listeners know we have talked a lot about kind of like dating and like societal pressures we face as 20 somethings and we always like to have a different perspective on the show so we wanted to bring michael on to give us like a guy's perspective in terms of like societal pressures and kind of just like where he currently is in life when it kind of relates to dating relationships what you've learned because you know like at this age most people have either been in a relationship or like a serious one and are now like dating or in one now so we just kind of want to get that perspective from a guy our age yeah sure but I think you kind of touched on two things, Niall. So you're in law school and you're also like in your 20s going through like this journey, just like Niall and I. Um, so I, I would love to hear first like pressures that you feel as a law student, especially like, you know, being a black man going through law school, um, even though you're at an HBCU, um, what you might experience in like Baton Rouge, for example, and then dive into the dating. So societal pressures from law school, I think the thing I probably get the most is kind of questioning. So let me get back up. So I'm doing a dual program with Southern LSU. So the LSU is the business, um, like I'm doing the business MBA program through LSU and the law mm-hmm. program through um, Southern. So I think sometimes like I'll go over to LSU's library and I, I think it's a societal pressure to kind of be like, oh, are you only in this program because of, you know, affirmative action or you know, what exactly would be a grace, kind of like questioning whether like I really have the credentials to, um, you know, really be in the program as a black man. And that's something mm-hmm. that I feel like I've had to face a lot, especially being in Baton Rouge. So even if like, you know, I'm at the store or, you know, getting something to eat and, you know, law school comes up or business school comes up. I think the first thing is kind of like, how did you get there? I think it's always like the question of like, you know, kind of like it was a fluke or, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Rather than, you know, really understand like the hard work that, you know, all of us that are in law school or MBA school, you know, mm-hmm. really have to, to, to get there. Um, so I think that surprised the societal pressure. Um, and then also I think, and this is not even, I guess, necessarily race. I think another one is just kind of like, just like how some people try to like make it seem like you're supposed to have it all figured out. Um, and I know I've talked to like, you know, I've talked to this off online before, but just like, you know, like we're not 20. So it's like, we, it's okay not to have everything figured out. You know, it's yeah. okay if you don't exactly know, you know, what, job you want to get to or what field of law or what field of business you want to get into it's just trying to go through the process kind of do the best job that you really can um and enjoy it too so yeah i think those are the two really biggest societal pressures that i'm like that i've really kind of faced um specifically down in baton rouge but especially that first one like literally it's every every like every person i will not say every person but a lot of people literally are just kind of thinking that it's like like it's just luck you know that kind of right. bothered me yeah. Um, um, I think that's interesting because you went to undergrad at an HBCU. So maybe that kind of plays a factor into it as well. It's like, you're kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, 
you're used to us we went to pwi so we kind of probably maybe have felt that a little bit more than somebody maybe in an hbcu space so for you to then like transcend and go to kind of like you're you're at southern but you're at lsu too you kind of see like both of those worlds and like maybe um how people react to you differently in both spaces right right yeah, yeah that's and, th and that's that's what's so weird too because you know you'll, you'll i'll go to southern and um and then it's it's still weird though because like there's still like I've still experienced racism at Southern. Like, I think that was a big difference for me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, coming from Hampton, like it was amazing and Southern was great too. But I just think the undergrad experience, yeah. undergrad HBCU is different than grad HBCU. Like, you mm -hmm. know, black, the black men on Southern University Law Center's campus are the minority. So like there are more white men than mm -hmm. black men at Southern yeah. University Law Center. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. it's like, it's, it's, you're still dealing with like, you know, racism, like, for example, like, there was in um, my property class, um, I'm sorry, not property, in my contracts class, there's um, a few people, like, a few, um, few white people in the class, and um, it was just, like, I mean, we had discussions about, you know, Donald Trump, and all these hot topics, and it was just kind of really amazing, like, I had to remind myself, like, man, I'm not, I'm not a Woodward anymore, like, this is, this is really an HBCU, we're having this conversation, like, I'm having to explain, like, these, mm -hmm. like, like, what's really going on, how the African-American, Afri majority of the African-American community feels about um, you know, these important issues. So I think that difference for me was just like, just crazy. Like I was thinking it was going to be that same type undergrad vibe um, that I had at Hampton, that like family feel. And you kind of get it at Southern, but like you're reminded every day that it's still like, it's still a law school. You know what I'm saying? You still, it's not just, I don't know, it's just not undergrad anymore. So yeah, for sure. For me. Yeah. yeah. So like being in the law school space, um how are you like dealing with like keeping up socially like how like how do you feel any like social societal pressures or are you just um, balancing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think i think one thing i've had to do like i can't talk about relationships yeah let, yeah that's what i'm saying well maybe okay like maybe okay. talk about um undergrad first Okay, so undergrad. <laughs> Give us a journey. Give us a journey okay. of like how that's progressed. Okay, so <laughs> so under undergrad was crazy. Undergrad was crazy. Um, yeah, undergrad was crazy. So I went to <laughs> went to where we were obviously, and there I was really sheltered. I feel like um, you know, even when I talk to some of my friends, like William and or you know, other friends that went to Woodward, like, I'm a completely different person. Woodward is y'all's high school, right? Yeah, sorry, yeah, clarification. Right. Yeah, Woodward okay. Academy is where we went to high school in Atlanta, right, Georgia, right, yeah. Right, so um, I'm just a completely different person, like, move different, dress different, act different, look different, um, just <laughs> now looking like crazy. But I'm saying, like, I think at Hampton, like, when I first got there, so I still had um, my girlfriend from high school, and so. So you did the long distance thing. We did a long distance thing and it didn't work. Um, but it, it didn't work because just the difference in like, and it's hard to explain if people don't go to HBCU, but it's like, it was such a different experience. Okay. Um, than what she was going through. And I think we just started drifting in different places. Mm -hmm. And, but it got to a point with me where, and this is like also where like, I needed to, what I should have done, what we should have done, we should have come together and really like early knew that like we should decide like yo this isn't really working like but you know how you when you're young you try to like i'm still young we try to like kind of just work things out and kind of push things to the side and just keep going and keep going when we yeah. probably should have stopped um but then i met like you know 
our friend, <laughs> and our friend, and which was like amazing. Like she was like really who I needed. I felt like we needed each other at that time. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like we, like we connected like instantly, like literally instantly, like freshman year, instantly. Still one of my really good friends. And um, that was, that was an interesting relationship because I think that that was one of the first times that I was really like trying to learn how to like kind of be on my own. And she was somebody that was super supportive of like, of my journey and like growing. You know what I'm saying? Like she was really supportive of just like, like even just me doing things on my own. Cause mind you, like I've been really sheltered. And so like, like she was just like, I don't know. She was just like my rock those first couple of years. Okay. Um, but the similar thing happened, you know what I'm saying? I felt like we kind of drifted apart, um, which is fine, which happens, you know? But um, I learned so much from, I think that relationship because I learned what I was really kind of looking for. Um, and it was, it was kind of similar to her, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like at times you just try to learn and try to just decide like in what place, like what role are people really playing in your life? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like she was yeah. obviously still playing a very positive space, like a positive, you know, part of my life. But I just mm-hmm. feel like we were just better off friends. Um, at least okay, so <laughs> question. So like, I feel like from a woman's perspective, like we, I, I think like girls just like feel like men just go through life and don't eat, like pick up lessons from like previous things. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's good to hear you say that. Like you think you, I mean, you know, you learned a little bit about yourself and kind of what you want from relationships from your past relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. So like in that experience though, um, do you think that came with just age or, you know? No, it, it really came from, Experience. I think it just experience. I, I experience 100%. Not, nothing to do with age at all. Um, because I messed up. Like, I really messed up in that relationship. Not even to go into, like, super detail. It was yeah, just we're really not. High level, high level, high we level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it really just, like, it just really just came off of, it all could have been prevented if I would have just been honest. And so that's okay. what I'm saying I learned from that, mm-hmm. like, relationship. Um, was just the power of, power of honesty. And even in my next relationship after that, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> it's still like I think what I finally learned now to where I am today, and this is after three consecutive because I had like three consecutive relationships. Like I really didn't have a lot of time in between. You know what I'm saying? Just, I don't know. Like I was so I didn't really have I didn't have time to like, Are you a think. serial dater? I was. I think I was a serial dater. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I didn't really want like I'm just now like like a past like maybe like month and a half to whatever, like just <laughs> learn, <laughs> learning what it, I'm just saying learning what, <laughs> no, but really learning how important it is to be by yourself and yeah. saying, like be mm-hmm. alone and like, and just growing and also reflecting. Um, but I think from the last two, I think the most important thing really I learned was just honesty and just taking responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not blaming other people. And I think that's really what it means to be growing up. Like when you stop trying to blame, okay, this happened because this person said this, 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 yeah. uh, this person did this, like, nah, like, if I would have just been like this, then it might not have happened, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think taking self-accountability, like, um, being honest, being truthful, and then also, like, the biggest thing is just, like, not really wasting people's time, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, mm-hmm. like playing with, people, or playing with people's emotions, because that mm-hmm. stuff is real, you know what I'm saying? You don't it really real. realize it. You don't realize it during the time, because you, like, you're just so caught up in the game, but mm-hmm. like, these are really people's, like, emotions, and yeah it takes a level of like self-awareness and self-maturity you know what i mean um that i don't think everybody really develops at the same pace but you can't expect people to develop it at the same like pace as you so that's like interesting but i'm glad you learned that lesson michael (laughs) you 
were your other friends also like in relationships as well or were you like the one that was like in a relationship all the time when your friends were single (laughs) i'm just trying to just think of like his friends were single yeah Like yeah, <laughs> okay, but I, I think oh, we, I think we it was a, mixture, a really good was topic. A I think a lot of people were probably in like situationships, right? That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of those situationships. Now there were a few that were in like serious relationships. Those are more like my Hampton friends. Yeah, they were more like in like you know what I'm saying. I can think about one of my line brothers in a really serious relationship, or yeah. Um, but a lot of them were single though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them were mm-hmm. single. A so how do you feel about situationships? Um. You're not really even a situationship guy. You kind of jump right in. I kind of jump right into it, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but I mean, okay. I, don't, I think they're dangerous. Though. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. I think they're dangerous. Okay, Brittany, dangerous. what do you think? The situationships? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't do situationships either. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They're, they're we're talking. I'm talking to two serial daters here right now, you guys. So, <laughs> excuse me. I'm not a serial dater. I've literally, like, I'm 24. I was in a relationship in college, and then I had like a period of being single, and then I found like the person I'm with right now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> mm. I think situations are dangerous, though. I think they're dangerous because I don't think, I don't think people are ever really on the same page because it shows when something goes wrong. Like, mm. I think that it's one thing to say, like, oh, we're doing this, da 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 like, it's cool, like, we're fine, it doesn't matter, we're da da but it's like, then it's like, when something slight happens, or you start talking to somebody else, then it becomes this whole big thing, but wait, 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 wait. this is just situation shit, we're just cool, I thought we were just doing this, so, I don't know, I just think, but I, that's going back to what I was saying, I think that that's kind of playing with people's emotions and feelings too but i think if you do are in a situation where you, like, you want to pursue a situation i think that you really have to be real with yourself yeah and really like and really just know like okay this is what it is and mm-hmm. this is what it is like it's nothing more it's nothing less but i guess that just comes through like communication which is another really big thing that i've learned you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like, like just how important communication is like <laughs> oh my <laughs> like i guess it's so huge it's, 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 it's so huge and i think like i don't want to generalize us as men but like just talking to some of my friends, like like some of my line brothers, like that's one thing that all of us like are always saying we're trying to get better at just communication, like in all facets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, of life. Yeah. Of life, all facets of life. Because I mean that that's like the downfall of so many relationships. You just didn't communicate. Yeah. yeah, it is truly a life skill, like being able to communicate well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like in the workforce and like business and friendships, relationships, like all of that just takes like great communication. So wow. yeah. I understand that. Since you're mentioning your line brothers, I'm assuming you crossed an undergrad. Um, yeah. Did being in a fraternity like impact your relationships at all? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did it impact my relationships? I think it did 100%. I think more so negatively though. I think more <laughs> negatively. And I'm saying that because, like, I know, like, LSU, the, as far as, like, the social hierarchy would probably be, what, the football team? Yeah. Okay. So. We didn't really have any active frats. We might have had, like, one or two. We had, like, okay. at peak, it was three. And then okay. by the time okay. we ended up leaving, it oh, was yeah. two. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So, at, um, at Hampton, I don't think. The football team might be like third. It's really just Greeks, number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it just brought like a lot of like attention. It just brought a lot of, yeah. I think it brought like 
because I'm like a pretty private person. At least I try to be like a pretty private person. And so I think it just kind of opened up my relationships to so many outside influences and people. And, and then when you have, you know, opinions and lies and all this craziness <laughs> <laughs> mixed together, you get all these different stories. And then it's like, you got to go back and explain yourself. Like, also, I think that it really like, I think that portion like really kind of like hurt the relationship because it turned something private, I think into much more public. Um, right. Hmm. And so I don't know. I think that kind of hurt. But I mean, as far as like the camaraderie amongst like my line brothers and chapter, like like we always tried to have like conversations of like empowering each other and mm-hmm. like just talking about um like we're really big on just like not like just not playing with people. Like we were just not playing with people. So I think those conversations were really needed, you know, just talking to other um black men about like what we have to do like as men you know what i'm saying and like really to be men like to be honest and all those things so i think right. that part was needed and really good but i think just like the like having like my especially like my last relationship like really public i think that was just like a really mm-hmm. big yeah issue. like really big so <laughs> okay so let's fast forward to now okay so what are like some of your do's and don'ts of dating? Like if you're going to first date with a girl, like what is some things that you're just like do's and don'ts? Like a do for me is like, if you're coming to take me out and you pick me up, like open the door, like, you know, so like what are some of your do's and don'ts from a man's perspective? Because we've already covered ours. Yeah. So from like, for me, like, and this is like one of my issues sometimes with with women. Like, <laughs> this is one of my issues one time because it's like, I think sometimes we, and I might be saying this wrong, I think we think we're older than what we actually are and that we're in places that we aren't yet. And so what yeah. I mean by that is like, I'm 23, I'm in law school, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm still trying to make it. Like, I'm still trying to get there. And so I feel like at times, like, like, like if I take a woman out or like something, it's like this, like, it's this sense of like, I think they're expecting more from me than what is actually possible at this moment in time. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have all this, like, I'm not in a full-time job, so I don't have all this like income. You know what I'm saying? I can't fly you out to, I mean, <laughs> I, guess, I guess in my internship I can, but I'm not flying you from California to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, it's just like, it's these unrealistic expectations that I really kind of blame social media for sometimes, but, or like reality TV or like, you know, these like rappers and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not Pusha T or these these little boys. Like, I'm- (laughs) Indeed, (laughs) you're not Pusha T. Right, I'm not. (laughs) Confirm that. (laughs) I'm not Pusha T. So it was like, I'm just trying. (laughs) So I just, but I do feel like those unrealistic, unrealistic expectations are sometimes like projected onto like me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then I'll have like, I have to like, kind of sometimes like give myself like a reality check. Like, yo, like Mike, you, it's okay if you aren't gonna take this girl to Ruth Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like tonight, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like, you know, we're dating and maybe like a downtime dating or whatever, but like, I think sometimes I feel like people's expectations are just like not where I really am right now as a yeah. man. And the I feel expectations like as a man, aren't really like with. on the level of actual reality. Right, so, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so that's, but I, that, that's like a thing that I feel like a lot of young men deal with though, especially the ones that I talked to, like the ones that we were just kicking it and just like, yeah. just talking about life. Like, it's like, I mean, we're not like, 
we're not there yet, but we're trying to be, you know what I'm saying? We're doing everything that we can in order to get to that point in place, um, but it's going to just take, take some time. But, so I don't know. I think that's like a, that's, that's like a huge, one. that's my number one. Like, that's my number one. You, and already, you already know how the night's going to go when you get to the restaurant and they order. Because after they order, you are no 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 you are you are you already you already know if they ordering a ninety like or like a let's say like a fifty dollar plate with a drink so that's what twelve thirteen dollars so <laughs> seventy three this happens though this happens no if, but Michael if, though I feel like some ways that you could kind of help this though is just like right. choose chiller spots like you know what I'm saying like why are you even going someplace where one menu item is fifty dollars like it's plenty of cool dope spots that women right. would like that isn't a fifty dollar like plate meal you know right. what I'm saying so I think sometimes right. like you can control that a little bit better too like I tell my brother all the time like if you're going to, like if you're not trying to spend a whole gang of money like try to like go within the happy hours like you know what I mean and like or try to like you know what's so cute like I feel like guys like overthink stuff like girls like something that's like different and special right like I I feel like you could go on a coffee date like why does it have to be like a full course like meal like you can even do like if you're trying to like manage your money a little bit better like lunch is always cheaper than dinner like it'd be nice to just go to lunch with someone you know so I think it's like ways to like manage that that like so you're not even in that predicament or you give someone else that predicament to be like, because in, from a girl standpoint, if a guy, like, like we're going to a restaurant and I think it's 50, it's a $50 plate. I'm assuming you, you invited me here. Like <laughs> I should be comfortable ordering what I want. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it, cause in my brain, okay. if you weren't comfortable with it, then we shouldn't even be here. <laughs> but okay. So what if, so you're saying if like the most expensive plate is, $50, but there's other options. You can get the burger, the fries for 20. You could get a little rip. You maybe maybe get like a little shrimp for 30. You know what I'm saying? You can, yeah. I mean, you're still saying that if they no. order the 50, it's my fault. I personally, <laughs> like if someone takes me out to eat, I personally never get the most expensive thing on the menu, but I was just raised like that. Like no matter who it is, now, if we're in a relationship and you're taking that's what me I'm out, saying. That's different. That's, that's different. different. But like a first, second, third date, and you're taking me that's out, like I don't, I typically don't order the most expensive meal. So I don't know. Maybe it's telling about the woman. Yeah, know. yeah. Like me either. Like I wouldn't do that because first of all, like I'm just like big. Like first dates, I just feel like <laughs> women shouldn't just like go eat too much. Like I'm not right. trying to like eat like a lot on the first date. Like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but now you know you could go to a restaurant and get a fifty dollar item and it'd be something it'd be small. so tiny. Yeah, you're right. But I would still like I, I I'm with Brittany. Like I'm not gonna go order the most expensive thing on the menu the okay. first time I'm out with a guy. Like I just think that's a little that's a, a bit crazy. And you don't I'm know saying. him yet to even gauge if that's like appropriate to do. No, nah, they know me now. They're gonna know me now. <laughs> like if that like if that happens, I'm already I'm telling you right now, it's already in my head I'm not okay. So it's the last time. Okay, so what's another don't? What's another don't? Another don't. Or do, or do. We can do something positive. Let's see, a do, a do. Something that... Like, are you looking if a girl's nails are done? No. No. I'm not really looking if the nails are done. Okay. I think hair. I think definitely the hair. Okay. Looking at how the... How does the hair look? Um, That's definitely... (laughs) That's definitely important. What does that even mean? Let's see if you're put together. 
Right. I like, know, it's but like, like, okay, most women are either going to have their hair done, like freshly done, or they're, if they're natural, they might wear like little curls, they might have a wig, they might have braids. Like, what is that? What does that mean? So it's, it's anything. Like, I'm like, I'm really for anything that you're comfortable with, like whether it be braids, weave, naturalism, or like, I'm not like picky or anything. Right. It's just like, having is it, it just done like is it put together is it done yeah i don't it doesn't matter braids it really doesn't matter is it just is it done you know what i'm saying that's the thing that i'm like looking for but then and then just how you how you like look just like dress you know what i'm saying like just how you dress and you put it but together. the most important thing honestly right can you put a fit together and the most important thing to me though honestly is like it's just energy because like i've always said this like i used to say this in high school too i know if not remember this but like i've never been the type to be like oh this person doesn't look like I don't like the way this person looks at it out. Like to me, it's really all about energy and like and how well like people really do connect. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I think that like looks by like all this stuff is ultimately gonna fade. But like who you are as a person, like your energy and like what you like believe in is something that's like really important to me. That's another like probably a, a doubt. Like for me, for me personally, so I don't want to sound crazy when I say this, but like I think it's not like what like you believe, because I'm like a very like future like person. So like mm-hmm. When I'm out with someone on the first day, it's like, I'm going to ask some very, like, easy questions. Well, not easy, but I'm going to ask, like, the question I'm asking is, like, like, what do you believe? Like, what's your religion? And, like, for example, like, I don't know if I could be with someone who was, like, not practicing, like, a similar belief okay. of me. Like, some sort of... But that's, like, really, that's really important. Like, right. that's, that's, that's like really they important. need to be so- spiritual. Yeah. Okay. They definitely, yeah. 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 I think that's, like, the... That might be that's the good you know that, because I don't think some people are, like fully aware that that's what they're yeah. looking for or want yeah, yeah no like yeah. i just i can't i really can't because then it's like there's no reason for us to keep like we can just be friends there's no reason for us to keep going out and everything it's like if you don't <laughs> believe right yeah exactly because if you don't believe in this then i'm thinking like okay are you gonna teach we have kids like we get married have kids like you gonna teach my kids this like i don't know that's where my mind goes though like i'm not trying to waste anything again it's not wasting anybody's time you know what i'm saying like i just mm-hmm. want to just, well, that's so. good because I feel like a lot of men don't go into first dates thinking like that. But any any substantial questions, any type of mm. futuristic, no, which yeah. is why we have a lot of situationships. <laughs> we got just think, just think of like you're like, like it's date number ten, and then you're like, oh, you trying to go to church with me? Oh yeah, I don't really do that. Oh whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> what do you mean you don't do that? Like let's let's, <laughs> let's let's talk about this. Like what are you what are you talking about? I thought yeah. you. And it's so many like social issues going on right now that it's like I think they need to be discussed because you need to see how people fall like you know because like yeah like it's a lot going on in the world where it's like you would need to kind of have those like conversations because you never know how that could affect your relationship in the Mm -hmm. long run or in the short term so I, I definitely think that's like really important is to ask a little bit more deeper like questions like outside of like what's your favorite tv show and right, your favorite right, food right. and your color and like where what's on your bucket list of places to vacation yeah. like, what yeah. out like what makes you 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 know what i mean right right so i yeah. i think you're i think that's good i think that's really good you got me sparking some ideas that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, important it's important i'm telling you like I'm, I'm right to the point i'm right to the point honestly yeah honestly so we try to wrap up every chance at episode with like saying something that you would take a chance on. Like what's, if you, you know, what's something that you would tell another 20 something year old, like to take a chance on? 
I think it's like, can I say two things? Sure. <laughs> okay, okay. So my first thing is honestly, like, I think you always gotta take a chance on love. Um, like I'm telling so love, take a chance on, on love. love. You always do. I think while you're young, like I'll tell a quick little story. I know we don't have much time, but like my grandma had a coin. Um, in, in this is in Portland, Mississippi. Very little family heirloom. Um, and she would always flip it like every single like time I was down in Mississippi. So I'm like, I love you, grandma. So um, she would always flip it, and I would always say like, Why are you always flipping the coin? And then she would say, Well, you know, it's I'm I'm flipping it because it's 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 describing life. And I'm like, Well, what do you mean? Well, she said, Well, the heads um, is love. You know what the tails is, and I was like, No, nah, I don't really know what the tails is. Like, what's the tail? And she said, Well, think about it. So I thought about it, thought about it. And literally, she would do it every time I was there. And finally, when I was 16, she told me, um, Well, tails is is risk. I was like, What do you mean? So she was kind of saying that with love, there's always going to be risk. Mm-hmm. You got to take a chance on it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it lands on um, it not working out or working out, you got to have the courage to take the risk. So you got to take a chance on love. Oh, I like that one. That's so yeah. sweet. And then the second one is just yourself, like putting yourself first. Like take a chance on yourself. Like, like you are okay. Like you can do it. Like you will be successful. Like, like positivity. Like, but you got to take that chance on yourself though. Like so many people don't take a chance on themselves. They're just mm-hmm. afraid to because they're afraid to fail. But you know what I'm saying? Like if failure and uh, succeeding. That's like the same thing as like you know failures on one side, succeeding on the other. You got to take that risk. You got to take that chance. So. Chance on yourself, nothing. Chance on love. I would say. Yeah. Woo! I like that. Take a chance on yourself and take a chance on love. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on our podcast. We enjoyed the conversation, nah, and um, we'll be back for another episode. Bye, guys.